Welcome to the Board and Braves Foundation podcast. This is our class of 2023. This is our senior speech class. Today we're going to be talking about fears. These are fears like claustrophobia, natural disasters, creatures like snakes and spiders, and being afraid of the dark. What are our biggest fears? I think we should start off with something like this simple, like being afraid of the dark. Honestly, I think everybody like just, you know, being in the basement of your house, running up the stairs, like stupid stuff like that. It's terrifying. It's <laughs> yeah. It's literally terrifying. I feel like we develop that though, like as a kid. Because, yeah, because no, we're I told that they're up the stairs. <laughs> like my heart rate would go to hundred. You're taught your entire life that there's monsters under your bed and then when the darkness But like why are we taught that? What are our parents just like But you don't know what's in the dark, that's the thing. It, that's the thing. But is it the dark unknown. or is it the fear of what's in the dark? And both. Like is it <laughs> Well I know nothing's in my basement, but when that light switch goes off, I'm spreading up the steps. Your imagination takes over. So am I the only one that doesn't spread up the steps? I don't spread up the I steps. Don't, I just I, I, oh, up I, the I live in the basement though, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, like I don't I just was like, uh I think I just spin for myself at that point. I'm like, well, if somebody grabs my leg, I'm just probably done for. But. It's the simple fear of, like, your leg being outside of the blanket. There's oh, a monster under your bed, and it's oh, going to drop no, I don't know. No, something no. about my toes being cold just ain't it. Because I don't sleep with socks on. I sleep with oh, socks nobody, on. Nobody. No. I, do. I don't. I sleep oh, you're weird for that. Oh, oh, that okay, what's another one? Um, Heights. Like, heights is a common fear, but is it, like... Like, a lot of people are afraid of, like, planes and things like that, but is it the fear of, like, the height, or is it the fear of what happens if you fall? Yeah. Like, is it the fear of the fall, or is it the fear of the heights? I'm afraid of heights, and it's not planes. It's if I stand on a stool or something, because with planes, it's just different, but, like, when you're standing on a stool, yeah, you, you fall stool. easily. No, no, no because <laughs> if you fall on a yeah. plane, like, without any gear, you're dying. Like, there, you're no, there's no safety. You're, you're dying. dying. And you're not in control? Yeah. You're not in control you're just... yourself. Like you're not in control of yourself falling if you're on a plane. Like if you're standing See, on something, you're in I'm control. I'm not scared of heights at all. I, I mean, think I've been scared of heights my entire life. Like growing up as a kid, I was so terrified yeah. to go on hikes. But now, like I always have wondered what it feels like to fall off a cliff. I'm not saying that. It makes me not like I'm not. It's okay. weird because I'm not scared of like what it's gonna feel like. I'm scared of like. I'm adventurous. What happens like, when nobody can find you? Yeah, I'm scared yeah. of like going up. It's a the sense ladder. of adventure. Yeah, yeah. how do you look at the situation is like your perspective. Like a stool, I'm not really scared of no. staying on a stool, but Emily can't even <laughs> stand on a desk without being scared. So Emily also has a fear of spices, so maybe we should go in that route next. Spiders? No, um, <laughs> spices. Yeah, she's she actually like scared of spices. Pepper, like pepper, she, like if she, pepper, you put salt and pepper, that's too spicy. Yeah, crunching like, on I, a pepper, she will, she'll pass it in her yeah, I came for my wing at Roosters and she flipped out. Okay, she told me it was honey barbecue, it was. Honey barbecue is not even spicy. The ones there are. Oh, and I was drowned. <laughs> Okay, Emily, what about your fear of failure? Does anyone else share that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. So that's a natural human instinct. It is. Like, yeah. If you wanna, fail, well, you're dead. Like, you know, like, it's not even the society It's not about. even the, it's not a, for me, it's you not a fear of failure. It's a fear of, like, if I fail, my life's over in that moment. Yeah. Like, it might not actually be over, but it See, feels like it's but over. But I feel like at this point, um, 
I've met so many people that have made bad decisions that are considered failure and they've rebuilt like from the ground up their lives. I think that's like the fear of failure for me is not the fear of the actual failing, it's how hard the comeback is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would agree. I mean, like it's not like I just don't want failure to be my end result. Failing over and over again is okay. But when failure is your end result, like that's not that's, you shouldn't yeah. settle for less. Yeah, that's yeah. like because I feel like there's so many ways you can succeed. I think su success is based on the person that you're talking to as well. Because success for one person might just be getting married, having kids, like living a happy life. And su success for somebody else like is multi-million dollar like fantasy dream life, you know? When do you define failure though? Do you define yeah. it when you die? Like, is that when it's defined? Is it defined at the end of a sports season? But what do you consider when like a it, failure? I think right. that failure is defined in every single like circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Like something very simple can happen in your life and to you that is a failure, but to someone else it could be a success. Yeah. Like for example in golf, when I shoot a 53, I'm very upset about it because yeah. I think I should be in the 40s. But when Emily, one of my teammates shoots a 62, She's excited about it, and we talk about, like we talk about it all the time, and how different our expectations for ourselves are because of how long we played a sport, or how long, or where we're at in that, like where we're at in that sport. And I also I think it changes as your life changes because success for me as a runner, my freshman year is very very different now as a senior. Agreed. Like I wouldn't even have imagined where I am today, especially even going back further. I never imagined my my mom picking up and moving me to a different state, especially to a school where I didn't have the opportunity to play soccer and archery, which were the sports I've named in before. Lexi and I were talking about that yesterday in our run. We were talking about how proud like little Cassie would have been of myself because of because of like just where I am. Like maybe I'm not in the best physical shape, but I'm so like I'm in a great mental state. Like you like you even though you're failing in one aspect, are you failing in another aspect? Yeah. Like you're, it's not fail. What is failure? It's failure when it's all bad. What yeah. like? I catch myself in that every single time I'm running. Like I might not be running very well. I may be running a 10 minute pace, but my mental, my mental run that day is better. And that's what, that's how I. Now that I'm a senior, that is how I define my runs. It was a good run because I was mentally in a good place, not that I was physically in a good place. Like I stopped holding myself to that standard because. I was constantly failing at it and beating myself up over it. Yeah, I would completely agree. Like with basketball, I could look at my accolades and be very proud of myself, but I'm not because I want to impact more than just what I did. Like, who did I impact and what did I do outside of that sport? Who did, like, what lives did I impact and what did I do in a positive yeah. way? See, I feel like that's a really good way to look at it. Like, how positive is the impact you're making? Which, like, I don't know. I feel like, again, that depends on the person because obviously, when you succeed in your career, you're not looking at like how you've affected every single person around you. You're looking on how how well have you lived? Do you enjoy your lifestyle? Have you taken the time to like step back and enjoy yourself? But with like what you just said, if you go for a career, so I want to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. If I haven't made an impact on somebody's life, yeah. I see that as a failure. No, I like yeah. if I'm not helping somebody that day, no matter what I did, like that's during a fail the day, for the day. Yeah, you, you could have yeah. worked a twelve-hour shift exactly. and done a million things, but you yeah. didn't save someone's life. Yeah, so. if I didn't save a life, if I didn't make somebody's day better, if I didn't yeah. like call CPS on somebody's anything, but as long, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things you have to do. But is I didn't impact somebody's life that day. I see that as a failure. Yeah, I agree. Like when I had, whenever I broke those records, people were very happy. And in the moment, yes, it was very happy. The records will, my records will be broken. Mm -hmm. But what I did in someone's life won't be. Like it's a staple.
Okay, Nate, yours was, uh, your biggest fear was drowning, so. Well, I think the bigger one's like heights, but like drowning. drowning. So my thing's fast moving water. I'm scared of yeah. ocean, so. See, I don't sure. enjoy ocean at drowns. all, so I get that. But it's not necessarily because of the drowning or even like the animals. It's just like, that's a, that's a lot of water. It is a lot And there's of water. no other side to it that you can see. Yeah. Now, Nate, is drowning because of like the slow death it would be, or what is it that's about drowning that makes it I so I think scary? it's that and like. You're alone. Like, you're yeah. bound to be alone. Yeah. There's nobody to sit there and talk you through it. Yeah. You're just there and you're done. Yeah, you. I think about that like when you read news stories of how people die and it's like they died by like live like being alive while they were burned to death like that's like a terrible death like that like that's a fear like how long is your death gonna be like is it instantaneous is See, it in your sleep yeah I would is it, do you suffer fear. like the suffer is worse than the death I would feel like yeah, like mentally do you, do you accept like okay this is gonna happen and still like you feel that pain like how do you react I'm not necessarily scared of dying, but I'm scared of what I will leave behind, or like no, how, how you affected people. Yeah, no, I'm scared of the afterlife and what what really happens after you yeah, die. Am I ever gonna see any of you guys ever again? Am I gonna yeah. see my mom again? That's what see, I'm scared. I feel like that's more of like how you were raised perspective yeah. because, like for me, it's not a fear. But I'm also I'm not religious. I don't go to like I don't practice any religion. It's kind of for me like a mindset of. I want to I want to live my life now because tomorrow I could die tonight I could die the next day I could die like I want to make the most of the days I'm here because in the afterlife I'm bound to not know like yeah, I don't know I if know. I get anything after yeah. that so I'd rather live it now. It's just scary of like how will it affect the people that you leave like yeah I would never want to see my mom mourning over a loss of her own child yeah, like, especially how young you we watch are. other people around you go through things like that and you're like you don't want to imagine yeah. putting your putting yeah. those important in your life. Which takes us to losing important people in your life. Yeah. Like, I, I think oh. it's a natural thing to have a fear of losing one of your parents or losing a sibling or a friend or what. But it, it, it is like an ongoing fear for me. Like, if my mom and I get in an argument and she tries to leave the house just to cool off or whatever, I have to go with her. Because it's like, what happens if that's the last conversation we have? Yeah. Or like, I for instance, me and my brother really don't get along that well. But when he leaves to go to college every year, there's a sharp pain because it's like, what... What is going to be the last conversation that we could have? Yeah, I actually, yeah, I, I think about that a lot more than, like, I would care to admit. Yeah. But it's also, it's super valid, especially now. Like, we all drive most, for the mm -hmm. most part. My siblings are all getting to that age. My brother's in college. Like, there's, like, a point in time where you stop seeing the people that you're so used to seeing, like, consistently. And you just got to, like, take that time to make sure that you say you, I love you just yeah. in case. It's saying I terrifying. love you before even we leave practice. We yeah. always say love you, be safe. It's it is just a, it's knowing. It's a terrifying moment like, wow, that would like change my life plans. Yeah. I think even more of just like not even losing the people around you, but like what if you accidentally were the reason they were gone? Like that would suck even more. Like even like people who get in car wrecks and like the mom survives and the kid dies, like that sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. That terrifying. would be worse than even losing your child. Like. Like, that would be worse. I always or, think about that. Like, if you got in a car accident with your parents, and even if you're necessarily not driving or your whole entire family, and all of them die and you survive, like, see, I don't that's know how survivor's guilt. And it's so common, especially in accidents like that. And it's really common in, like, military, like, active duty mm -hmm. people. And 
that's that's got to be the most one of the most terrifying things and there's nothing you can do to stop it because you just have to pray you're not the person that it happens to. Because it happens every day. It's one of those yeah. things that just you don't think about it. Until you don't it think happens. about it until it happens to and some then people. It, it, especially yeah. if it happens and you see it like in the news, then you're like, wow, how would I feel if that happened to me? Like, that sucks. Dude, you know what I'm scared of? Reoccurring dreams. Like, yeah, what is why do they reoccur? Why do they reoccur? Like, is this Dude, a sign? Do you believe dreams have meanings? It depends because no, my no. reoccurring dream a few years ago, it was all the Sesame Street characters. I'm pretty sure Dylan mm-hmm. knows about this. Okay, Sesame Street characters, I'm talking full size, like, in their costumes. And they had, like, knives and guns. Okay? And it was, like, armed What's robbery. What street were you on? Are you okay? <laughs> and it was, like, armed robbery. And uh, this was um, not my current house and not the house before the last house, but, like, the was first Sesame house. Street? No. <laughs> no, it was, like, the first house my mom had moved us into. And. I, it was a reoccurring dream, and they'd walk into my house, and they'd take my, my mom and my brother first, okay? <laughs> and then, and then um, they usually, they would obviously kill my brother, and then and then they would take my mom's camera. I don't know why that held so much significance to me, to me, but it was, like, the most terrifying part. And it's because, like, I was raised in Louisville, and my mom was, like, a single mom, so we weren't that, like, privileged when I was growing up. And one of my like safest things with my camera, I've had a camera like my entire life. It's genuinely one of my like favorite hobbies. It's what I do when I'm bored, like when I'm sad, like that's what I do. And they would like kill my brother in front of me, and they would hold my mom hostage, and it would just re like Sesame Street would, characters, like these kids <laughs> in elementary school, like Elmo, Elmo and Big Bird, like the yellow bird, and Cookie Monster, yes. And they would have guns and stuff, and like it was reoccurring. Like even after I would wake up, if I would fall back asleep, it would happen again. Those and it was for like three ever. years. My most recent, I have never had one that's been that reoccurring. But for some reason, I keep having reoccurring dreams with Officer Turner. Oh no! <laughs> and it's like people getting in trouble at school. Like for instance, I'm not gonna say this kid's name because you know I don't have the rights. But in my dream, this kid who is not even near my grade, he is in middle school, had a locker next to me, and he was caught with alcohol in his locker. And I told Officer Turner, like, hey, Officer Turner, this kid's got fireball. What does he do with fireball at school? And, and then the next day, another kid gets in trouble by dreaming Officer Turner's in it. And I keep telling Officer Turner, I'm like, am I getting in trouble for something? Because I don't think, like, it just keeps reoccurring, but I don't think I have, like, I don't know, I don't remember dreams enough to let them be Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I haven't had, like, a dream, like, where I sat there and remembered it in so long. I, yeah. That's probably, like, not mentally. Probably the worst way I remember mine is I feel like I have deja vu and something will happen. Yeah. Yeah. The feeling of deja vu scares me. Yes, because it's like, what is What is deja vu? Is it an actual thing that's happened? Is it your brain trying to catch up? Like, Like, why is it so vivid? Or it's it's not vivid and you can't pinpoint it and that's crazier. Yeah. Yeah. We were sitting in the locker room the other day and Branson randomly stood up and got deja vu. And he was like screaming about it because he couldn't figure out what's going on. And I'm like, fine, it's kind of a fear because it's like, why was standing up in the locker room deja vu? Like, what caused that? Yeah, because like you'll be like driving down the road and you're like, oh, there's a pool. I had a dream about a pool last night and then this whole thing comes off this yeah. pool. Or when somebody yeah. says something and then the conversation goes exactly how you thought yeah. it was going yes. to. Yes. No, that is That's the worst. So weird. You two, that happens to me with you all all the time. Like when we're at Pets or something and we're just having a conversation, it's like immediate. I'm like, 
okay. Like, that's... <laughs> it's really odd. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Snakes, spiders. What about those? I don't. What's I don't the fear really... of snakes and spiders? Are they because they're poisonous? Some are because we're taught to stay away from yeah. them. Yeah, I think it's because if our parents it's a, like yeah, snakes and they'll green. go pick up a green snake, we would go pick up a green snake if our parents. See, I'm not a fan. Like, also, if I see a rattlesnake, I'm getting out of there. You know, well, so, it like, depends on the snake. If it's a green snake and a rattlesnake, like a ribbon snake, like I would stay closer to a green snake than I would rattlesnake. See, I saw, like, I see um, ribbon snakes all the time, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, there's nothing scary about a ribbon snake. It's just the fact that it's. I think it's the, the, the no legs. Why do they not have legs? Like, what's up with that? Why do they look like that? Yeah. I don't know. I think part of that is because... They, like, slither around on the ground, you know? It's weird. It's part oh, of it because when we're small and we're taught these things about, like, for example, if you went to church, you know about, like, how the Satan was a ser- oh, serpent. Yeah. Thing. Is it because you know that's bad? And so you see a snake and you're like, that's, that's bad. Correlation. And you correlate. Is because yeah. when they're in books, they're red, and red is a trigger color. Is that what it is? That's like, maybe. Yeah, that's actually true. I never tri- thought about it. Is it trigger animals, trigger colors? Because young kids but are what about taught spiders? those things. Like, we learned, like, Itsy Bitsy Spider Dance, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that's positive. Like, I don't so necessarily think it's, like, a fear, though. I think it's just, like... Like, like danger. Yeah. Like uh, a, yeah like so, like, no, the red flags in our, in our minds are going yeah. off. Right. Like, uh, it's the same thing with bears. Like, I... Okay. Bears are big, though. Dude, no. <laughs> yeah, those I, are chopping you up. I know, but we were in, like, Yosemite. We were staying at Bass Lake Campground. We're just chilling. We're making a fruit salad, which, okay, red flag to begin with, guys, don't make fruit salads with bears. Really? Bad idea. <laughs> but anyways, we were camping, so we had to. Like, we were meal prepping that night. And this, uh, it was a big bear, man. It was a really big bear. And I already knew I didn't like bears. Like, we've obviously had, like, faraway encounters with them. Like, there's pictures of bears all over our walls and stuff, because my mom, like, loves, uh, obviously, photography is a really big thing in my house. And so, like, I'm, I'm actually texting, oh, who was, I was probably Naomi, and I was texting, and I looked up, and our, like, neighbors to the side, they were in a cabin, and they are like, yelling, and they, they were, um, Hispanic. So they were actually yelling in Spanish, but, you know, me and Lexi, like, obviously we could figure out what they were saying. And I looked up, and there is a huge freaking bear standing like 10 feet away from me and i'm a cross-country runner like i can run right no entire body froze i sat there and the bear's like walking straight at me and i've never been closer to just passing out and like being ready to die in my life like my mom was yelling at me to move and i was i could not like nothing in my body was moving i was standing there with my phone and just like this is where like i'm done (laughs) no he just stole our fruit salad and went away I, well, he, like, got up on our table and, like, was sniffing and stuff. And then he, he like, took, like, a, the cantaloupe rind and, like, walked away with all it. I'm, and then he came back. All that I'm imagining is him standing on this table and Kayla's sitting there with her bowl of fruit in her hands, like, yeah. frozen. I and he's just eating oh from God. the bowl. I was so scared. I, like, that's why my mom's going to Alaska tomorrow. And she, she asked me if I wanted to go. And I said, absolutely not. Like, I have 48 of the 50 states completed. I will not be touching foot in Alaska. Absolutely. If there is a grizzly bear looking at me, I'm done. All right? I'm not running. Just take my body away because I'm not making it. I'm just Christian and Yogi the bear just taking your pick. This one's a hard one, though. This is natural disasters, and I mean, natural disasters are, I guess, just about anything that can do with what weather, tornadoes, 
hurricanes, blizzards, tsunamis. I mean, tsunamis and like blizzards don't scare me, but like we're also not used to that around. Yeah, right. But like, I have a thing with tsunamis. Yeah. But like me, I've lived through a hurricane. I was in Florida, and there was a big hurricane coming, and me and my family were stuck in that in a hotel, which is very scary. And then, of course, my house got completely destroyed by a tornado with my family at home. And that goes back to, like, losing somebody you love. Right. But then that's also being stuck here alone, and then you have to lose everything you have. Because as a second grader, having, like, all my toys, all my stuff that I love, and then my house completely getting destroyed. And that's life-changing. Yeah, and having nowhere to go. It's triggering for you. Like, when the the sound goes off, it's triggering. Yeah. And that's, that's like, an every monthly, that's a monthly yeah. occurrence. Like, you have to live through that. And it's not even, like, the school alarms that bother me. I mean, if I hear them, it's kind of, like, a little trigger. But it's, like, the town alarms right. that really yeah. trigger me. I feel like, or like si- sirens and alarms are triggers anyway. Because, like, for me, like, if I hear an ambulance, like, that's triggering for me because of Keon having a seizure when she was so young. So, like, there's so many fears that are have triggers, like yeah. sirens and things like that. Speaking or, of ambulance, I have like a whole app on my phone, so every time I hear an ambulance or a fire truck, I check the app to see where that's it's so at. That's so cool. And then if somebody is like near my house or anything, I call everybody. So, that's actually this so scene. interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Huh. It's really cool. Because I know they make those with planes, too. Yeah, so, where you can track the flight. <laughs> so like, I didn't um, know that one. <laughs> so you know like, uh, like the storm chasers that like chase around tornadoes and stuff? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you... Um, that, that is like, something I would not do. Yeah, that but is something. Do I would you feel see. like that's like inconsiderate to the people that have to go through what you went through, or do you feel like that's their I own? Mean, that's I, their own choice. Yeah, like they're that's their own things. choice. But like, if you go up to somebody right after they just lost something Everything. very major, and they're like, "What are your thoughts on losing your house?" I'm gonna be like, "Why are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, Which what is, is your point? right?" But again, yeah. that's respectful. Like, please go away. Now, personally, I at one point wanted to be a meteorologist and was gonna storm chase throughout college. But I never wanted to be a news reporter. I wanted to just sit in a van and watch the storm and watch how they form because that's that's amazing. Like even yeah. though it's it so really scary, like how yeah. does how does that come to the point where it's so strong those things occur? I think it's like, interesting that it how happens. It, like because when I was young there was a blizzard that happened and we were stuck inside for a couple of days. But like is like is being in stuck in, like being stuck inside and having nothing is just as scary as losing everything. So you go from, do you want no food? Like, how, like that's so scary. Like, all of those things literally can take everything from you. And it can take things like food and yeah. not having water or things like can taking all of your personal items, like you said, Haley. Yeah. And luckily you all had family and stuff that, like, but people who don't have that support, and like, from it's scratch. even, yeah, yeah, like, when we watched all those floods and things, when, like, just a couple of weeks ago, like, mm-hmm. that's scary, too. And then on top of that, I feel like, um, I feel like natural disaster is such an overwhelming thing, especially in the area we live. Like America, like North America has some of the, like it, I think it's like the broadest weather um, variety in the entire planet. Like, uh-huh. yeah. And you go from everything, like Alaska, okay, you're talking literally the Arctic Circle. And then you go to like New Mexico, Arizona, where it is desert. Like you are not finding water unless you are in public. Right. And then you go to Florida, where there's hurricanes, hurricanes every other weekend. And then California literally is sitting on a continental divide that 
Earthquake. Will your entire city fall down the next day? We don't know. Maybe. We have Indiana that either rain, snow, yeah, you sunny. Get, like we have all April and more sunny. And it's rain. just like a bipolar person. Yeah. In yeah. State. And, like, and if we say Indiana, but it's the same way in like Ohio and Illinois. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just what we Midwest, know. definitely the Midwest. Uh-huh. So like, I don't know. There's not really unless you go out of country. Unless you go out of country, you're never really going to experience that. But even like the UK and all that, like they experience three fourths of the year with just rain, yeah. which would be worse. I feel like that'd be so much yeah, worse. Yeah, it rains all the time. That's that's gross. just like a depressing in a way. But I guess if you're used to that, then you're used yeah. to that. Yeah. Which I guess brings us back to the fact that fears are based off of what what you've experienced. What, yeah, yeah, like your experiences. Because Haley's definitely afraid of tornadoes, but I didn't live around here when I when the tornado happened. Yeah. Like yes, tornadoes scare me, but. Haley has a reasonable fear, like, she has every reason to be terrified of them, yeah. and, but, like, I probably have fears that you all don't have, but it's just, like, fears are based off of experiences you have and don't have. But yeah. what about the ones that are, like, completely, like, mine's claustrophobia. Right. Do I have, I, I don't think I've ever experienced, there's one, my fast-moving water one, that one actually has a story behind it, like, an ocean story, but... I literally got tossed in like a 15 foot wave. It was really that. Yeah, I don't do well. I don't do well in that type of scenario. But like claustrophobia, I've never have been put in a situation where it like causes me to just tense up, tense up and stuff. It's like hugs. Like right. oh my god, something about like just like when somebody just walks up to me like, can I have a hug? I'm like, no. Kayla, but that's so. you all the time. Yes. Yeah, it's different when I started. Like, then I'm accepting of it. She doesn't care about other people's claustrophobia. <laughs> but then it's weird you say that because, like, I would say losing important people as a fear of mine would be because, like, I have gone mm-hmm. through that. Whereas, like, some of my friends, like, I feel like I have lost a lot more a lot more people in my life than some of my friends only because I feel like my family is just older than most. Yeah. Or I just, I just have older relatives or more health problems and I've just lost more people. And then with heights, like, you know, my parents forced me to, you know, get on every single roller coaster at Disney World, and it didn't go over too well for a while. But now I'm like completely okay with everything. Yeah. It's just, and I'm just glad. Like, I'm not glad, but it's interesting, like, that all of us have had those experiences that affected how how scared you are of things. I agree. Yeah. All right. This pos- this podcast is made possible by a teaching grant from the Borden Bates. Braves Foundation. Thank you for joining us today.